Welcome to Cat Chat, the pet talk podcast devoted to the physical and emotional well-being of cats and their people. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. My co-host is the feline expert, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. The show is brought to you with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, a company privately owned by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose mission has been to personally formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie also created his own cat food, Clean Protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs because they're based on the protein a cat eats naturally. Clean Protein is the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. It would be impossible for me to bring this delightful joy to people without Dr. Elsie's generosity. The 5th Annual New York Cat Film Festival will premiere this fall in New York City and then travel to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations. Please show your appreciation of Dr. Elsie's support by choosing their products whenever you can. Oh, yes, I have Annie Butler Sheriffs back, the executive editor of Catster.com, which is just a truly fantastic publication. And anyone who hasn't signed up for it is really missing out on some great, fun pictures, videos, and especially really valuable information. Annie, I loved a recent weekly article, The Eight Types of Tail behavior that a cat can have. And I think it's really valuable because that tail does more than just balance them for jumping on and off things, doesn't it? It, it gives a yeah. lot of information. It's, it's like a language all its own. Yes, exactly. And people are kind of aware that there's a language and information with dog tail behavior, but not as much because it isn't as sort of understood to be the same in all dogs and half the dogs seem to have their tails docked anyway. Whereas with cats, right. you can really depend on these eight signs as being exactly what they are, even though cats are individuals. If the cat is up in the air, the cat's tail is up in the air, what does that mean? It's a happy that cat. That means that they are, yes, they're happy, they're content, they're excited, they're happy to see you. Yes. They usually it's a good, come it's a good, towards It's a good one. You. It's a good one. So yes. straight up in the air like a flag, or flagpole, I should say, um, it's sweet. The, the writer says, nothing says, OMG, I love you so much, and I'm so happy to see you, quite like high-tailed kittens. It's a yeah. sign that needs little translation. You, you can feel it when you see it. It's like, hi, I'm waving the flag yeah. for you. Exactly. It's like waving their arm and yes, greeting. Exactly. Hi, yeah. I'm over here. <laughs> the number, number two is the question mark cat tail. So how would you describe what that looks like? But before we talk about what it might mean, it's the tail is up, but the tip of it is curved a bit. Back so up it, over it the does back, kind of, of the look cat, like right? a, over the back. Yeah, 
Uh, so it does look like a question mark. It does. And what do we think that, that the erect tail with a tiny hook at the end, it's sort of like, um, it's like a straight up tail, but maybe not so much, right? It's a little more tentative. Right. So, so um, you know, I, I really want to say hi. I think you're okay, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's when to let the cat come to you. I think that's an important thing. When the cat is making right. the effort but has the question mark, that's exactly what they're feeling. I got a little bit of a question about you. So right. the, the really good advice about making friends with cats or greeting them or being greeted by them is let them do the greeting and you be the recipient. Don't try to reach out or go towards them if the question mark is there. I mean, with your own cats, yeah. you get to know you know, what it means right. and what their body language means. But with a cat you're just meeting for the first time, the question marks is that they've got a few questions and you just let them come to you and mm -hmm. ask, right? Yeah, the best thing to do is just kind of, you know, squat down, stick your hand out to their face, let them come up and sniff you. Um, I always say that to my kid. No, she's okay, but go ahead and sniff her out first. <laughs> um, yeah. And once they're comfortable, you can pet them all you want. If they not, they'll you know normally just walk away from you. So or they'll <laughs> have number three kind of tail, the tip twitch, and this is one that most people do not know to notice. They don't know to look for it because it really is the first warning sign that your cat has had enough. It has to do with overstimulation. It's usually yes. from petting. So talk about that tip twitch and how valuable it is in. A, in, in us being respectful of what a cat is trying to say, because that is a piece of language for them, right? Yeah, and if you see that, you pretty much stop whatever you're doing. Yes. I mean, mostly it would be during like a grooming session or um, petting or, you know, chin rubs, that kind of, you know, physical contact and interaction with the cat. But yeah, they can easily get overstimulated. So the tip uh, of the tail... So to avoid yeah, you don't to want to get injuring bitten or yourself. <laughs> exactly. Stop it. Yeah. So the the tail is erect or even out f from their body and aligned with their body, but no matter what, if the just the tip twitches back and forth, kind of like a little teeny tiny metronome stuck on the end of their tail, stop yes. what you're doing. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Because I think that yeah, it's easy to miss and... because it's not the whole tail. It's just the tip. No, it's not. It's just this, it's, yeah, it's just the top of it. So it, it can be hard to tell, but. And here's the single flip. The cat tail number four is quite charming because I never really thought about the single flip, but the way the writer describes it is when I scold Bella for getting on the counter while I prepare her food, she hops onto the floor and does a single whole tail twitch. I interpret this as the cat tail language equivalent of a teenager's smart-ass comment and reply with, don't you twitch your tail at me, young lady. So it's kind <laughs> of, if perfect. we want to be vulgar, is flipping the bird, which I guess a cat is entitled to do. Right? Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, it's like the equivalent of, uh, you know, just a, <laughs> yeah, whatever. That yeah. kind of, yes, that kind of thing. And, and really the tail is the only thing they can use to do that. And but they are definitely It really does get you. the point across. Yeah. So, oh, they're totally dissing. Yeah, so if you have asked them to leave a certain area or stop doing a certain thing, and they give you that one flip of the of the tail, they're like, yeah, so who's going to make me, right? Right. It's very and like that. that. Point, it's, it's best to just leave it alone. 
Now, Walk the, away. <laughs> yes. Cattail number five is the cattail hug. And that's interesting. Uh, the photo that goes with it is of a sphinx cat. And it's like the most intensely sphinxy sphinx cat I've ever seen. Yeah. Those of you listening know that a sphinx cat is hairless. But this one looks like he's from another world. I mean, truly, <laughs> truly E.T. or an Ewok or a Martian cat or something. But if that's what sphinx cat lovers love about them. But you can really see the tail tucked up against his body. It almost looks like a, a glued-on appendage. So it does. talk about the kale the cat tail hug because it's something that I wasn't that aware of. Yeah, I have a little experience with that. Um you know, unfortunately for me, I get more of the tail whapping in my face that's when we're funny. <laughs> when we're that's, cuddling that's or, or funny. in bed. Um but yeah, it's just it's just kind of I think it's a sign of affection. Um here I'm like I'm going to put this here for a little while if that's okay you know yeah um, but it's it's a very sweet gesture. So the the writer says when Thomas climbs into my lap when I'm sitting at the computer he either drapes himself over my arm, which must make it very hard to write on the computer, or settles yes. in for a snuggle and wraps his tail around my wrist. I call it a tail hug and I melt every time it happens. But in the photo, the cat has curled his tail up beside his own body, and he's kind of in a bread loaf shape. So my understanding was that if a cat tucks himself up like that completely and does it mm -hmm. for any amount of time, it's a sign he's not feeling well, that kind of tucking everything in like that. Now, that really depends on the rest of the body language, right? How stiff yeah, the head is true. up or down. But. She's and, talking and, about uh, it being wrapped around her, but in this case, her. he's hugging himself with his tail in a sense. Yeah, and that could be, um, you know, a sign that, that he isn't feeling well. Um, but I also have cats who like to just completely tuck themselves in. Yes. So, you know, paws are, are curled under, right. under their yes. chests. Uh, can't even find their tail. Because yeah, it, yeah. You know, they're, they're like they're sleeping on it. So um, I think it's also a sign of just being really um, wanting to be really compact and, yes. and curled up real tight. Yeah, and I think when we see that in a cat, it's fascinating because it, it's, I don't know of any other creature that can tuck everything up and under and in like that and become so small. And it, it kind of seems like a magical feat, you know, like a like a like yeah. an extra jointed person in the circus who can right. do it's just really cool. And then when they get up, oh, yeah. there's their feet and their tail. Gotcha. But they've had them well hidden. So then yes, we, very well. Very well. So then we have cattail number six, the exclamation point cattail. So that's the cartoon tail, if you ask me, right? Yeah. Tail goes full vertical, all the fur stands on end. So it's an exclamation point, but... Cats, when they puff up like that, when their body puffs up, like you were describing the kittens who are startled or scared, the tail right. gets like that too. And um, and the tail gets twice the, let's say, diameter that it was before because all the hair is standing on end. So the yeah, exclamation we, point is not a happy cat. It's a scared or startled or even angry yeah, cat, wouldn't you say? Or angry, yes. And we here at home call it the um, the bottle brush tail. Yes. Um but uh, I always find it amazing how <laughs> how big it can get, you know. Yeah, it, that's the the nature thing to make the cat seem much bigger 
than they really are yeah. so that they and look threatening. The right. So exclamation so point. That one you definitely want to, you know, see what's happening. I mean, see if there's a cat outside or, you know, what they what they could be scared about. And sometimes it's something really silly. Um, but it's always a good idea to make sure that they're okay. Right. But something startled them. It could even, probably isn't you, but it's something that, that happened that they weren't expecting. And, and you can stroke right. them and chill them out because that's a huge rush of adrenaline that's gone through them. So it's good to help them like, whoa, take it easy, honey. Take a deep breath. You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I see it, I go running over. You know, what did you see? Are you okay? Right. And Everything all right? And then, yeah, yeah. And then it eventually goes down and they're, yeah. and they're fine. But, and they can but yeah, if you don't know what they've seen, all of a sudden, you know, they've got the bottle brush. It's like, oh my God, what happened in here? Yeah. So if that happens, some your cat has had an unnerving moment, to put it mildly. Yes. So then we have number seven, cat tail tag. So this happens between cats, and she says Thomas loves to play tail tag with Bella. He flicks his tail back and forth, all the while looking at Bella with wide eyes. She gets all excited and starts smacking at his tail, and there's a wonderful video of a tail tag game in action. So would you call that tag your it? Yeah, kind of. It, it's, it's like a fun game of tag. And, um, the, and, the, I, and, the, and the wagging tail is like, come on, see if you can get it. Bet you can't yeah. get it like that, right? Yes. And um, so here's an amusing anecdote. When um, <clears throat> our oldest cat, Agatha, she's the, the matriarch, and she does the best with the foster kittens. Uh, but, you know, she'll be sitting on the couch and just kind of her tail's just kind of going back and forth a little bit. And then the kittens see it. <laughs> so they're going after her tail, and then the tail just goes faster and faster <laughs> and more and more angry. So sometimes cat tail tag is fun. Um, you just both the cats really need to be into it. Not <laughs> it can't be one sided, right? So, yes, I've seen I've seen my cats flick each other with their tail in the face. As you know, <laughs> and like you said, you've had them do it to you, give you a, a little smack on the cheek. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't have any tail that you could do it back to them with, so it wasn't really no, I, even I, Stephen. Yeah, that that's was, all right. Let that them have. Very fair, let them, but... yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> well, they've got they've got a couple of tricks we don't have. So the last, the eighth kind of cat tail is the hunting tail. When they're stalking rodents or interactive toys, they hunker down with their tails stretched out behind them. And this is the one where the very end of the tail twitches just the tiniest bit. And as she says in the article, as if it's the only way they have to discharge some of the adrenaline coursing through their bodies. And that makes sense to me because when they're hunting, it's the most intense thing they're doing. And they flatten themselves down because out in the wild, mm -hmm. that would be how they would be able to somewhat camouflage themselves depending on their color, but certainly not give themselves away with any height or movement. But that slight twitch at the end of the tail, that's not the tip of the tail twitch that we talked about earlier, right? No. It's part the, of hunting the, the tail. Hunting, the hunting twitching is, is fun to watch. Um, yeah. Excuse me. Um, because, yeah, they get really low to the ground. <clears throat> they need to be absolutely still and silent because that's what stalking is all yes. about. Yes, um, But there's still always that, you know, that little butt twitch and the little tail twitch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like the idea that they're just so excited. They're like almost vibrating. But, yes. Um, but they can't. <laughs> but they have to but stay perfectly you know, still. So they, they, they have to stay perfectly still and not blow it. So, yeah, this, 
Okay, I'll just get a little bit out of this energy out of my tail. It's like someone who 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 jiggles their foot to get rid right. of their excess right. energy. It's like that, but then you don't exactly. Get, but you can still be a master hunter. Well, this has yes, been really great. The different tales that that Catster has found out about. I do hope everyone will sign up to Catster dot com. It is truly delightful and illuminating, and I'm learning something new every week from it, so I'll bet the rest of you will too. Thank you, Annie, so much for the great work you do there and for spending time with me here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening, and I also want to thank Wonderside for their support. It's a company founded and run by a woman entrepreneur who wanted to find an effective way to keep fleas, ticks, and other pests away from her pets and home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without dousing your cats and property with ingredients that are harmful to them and the planet. A final pause up to Dr. Elsie's for all the fine products they make and their unwavering support of my mission to make life better for each and every kitty cat and their people. If you have cat problems or questions you'd like me to talk about on the show, please write me to Tracy at tracyhotchnerpets.com.